views and opinions of this podcast are solely those of the host. And if you don't like what was said, Rose Gold did not approve of it. Hello, America. This is Vernon Jones, and I'm a proud member of the Georgia House of Representatives. But I've also been a lifelong Democrat, too. But today, I've announced my support and endorsement of Donald J. Trump's campaign re-election. Now, let me be clear about one thing. I didn't leave the Democratic Party. The Democratic Party left me. But one would say, now, why would a black man support Donald Trump? Well, I would reverse that. Why wouldn't a black man endorse Donald Trump? Isn't he the president that ushered in the lowest unemployment rate among blacks before the pandemic crisis? Isn't he the president that signed the Criminal Justice Reform Act? And finally, isn't he the president that overwhelmingly supported financially historical black colleges in which I'm a proud graduate of North Carolina Central University? I 100% support Donald Trump. And I wanna call on every patriot, every great American out there across this country, regardless of your race or whatever, gender, orientation. I want to ask all of you, young people, seniors, all in between, join me in re-electing Donald J. Trump as a president, our next president, our re-elected president of the United States. Peace out, America. Good evening, everyone. It's another emergency show from your favorite Kid Gravity. I'm saddened today. I really am. You know what? I was going to do. I was just going to talk about that clip you heard. Pertaining to Democratic. Georgia lawmaker Vernon Jones, who has endorsed Donald Trump as, well, we won't say as, because he's the incumbent running, but he's supporting his bid for re-election. I'm going to combine this emergency show (coughs) because this conversation needs to be had with black people and politics. But it also ties into an emergency show that I wanted to do also about Yamichi Alcindor, the PBS reporter that is slowly becoming Jim Acosta 2.0. We've all seen those clips of her going at the president. But I'm going to talk about her in the context of her recent dust up with with Surgeon General Jerome Adams based on some comments he said that she found racist because when he was talking about the people of color getting hit hardest with the pandemic especially in low income areas he used 
our affectionate terms of granddaddy, pop, pop, abuela. And she didn't like it too much. So she decided to say that the dude is racist. Or she implied that he was racist. She said that, don't you think that your comments were somewhat, what was the word? I guess I'll just say she thought it was inflammatory. But kudos on Dr. Adams for saying that's how we talk. Yes, there's, I'm sure, plenty of Hispanic people that still call their grandparents abuelo and abuelo. Just like down south, there's plenty of people that still refer to their grandparents as granddaddy and big mama. What's the problem? But I'm tying both of these in because this again shows why nobody respects black people on the geopolitical scale. And if y'all don't know, I did a show with Mich- with author Sean Teller on this very subject, why there's no black, there's not much black female representation in mainstream media sites in terms of reporting. This is one of those subjects and one of those reasons why black folks I also explained this in another show in my soliloquy about Obama and actually I did this also on that same show with Sean after she got off the air I did a whole 11 minute soliloquy it's still up there so after this go take a listen to it this is why we get no respect inside geopolitical circles. This is why the Congressional Black Caucus is in the state that it's in. This is why when you guys start yelling out racism and everything is racist because someone said a couple words in a sentence that you didn't like, this is the result that happens. So according to The Hill, which I have pulled up here. Apparently, Mr. Vernon Jones has had a history of going against Democratic viewpoints, especially in the South, because he represents DeKalb County out in Atlanta proper. Well, it's not Atlanta proper. That would be Fulton County. But DeKalb County, that's Decatur, Lithonia, I think um, Dunwoody, if I'm not mistaken. But that little enclave over there where there's a lot of black money flowing, especially in Lithonia. But here we are. Again, we go on Twitter and see black folks calling this man a coon and he dances for his coins because he dare not have that monolithic thought. And all he did was say I'm supporting Donald Trump because of the way he's handled the economy black people were working before the pandemic in the way he's he's handling funding criminal justice reform and getting money back to HBCUs which he actually did within his first week of office now we can all debate if that was a publicity stunt whatever <coughs> but there's one thing you gotta know about America They will like you if you have positive results. And unfortunately for those who don't like him, 
Trump has had a lot of positive results. Now, you can go off on what he says or how he moves or what he tweets. That's fine. I go off on him, too, for sometimes he tweets too much or sometimes he he trolls a little too much. But if you line up his merits over the past three and a half years, he's done a very good job. But Yamichi Alcindor and black folks, again, those are the minority that make the majority of us look bad. Because, of course, I made the joke to my my wife. I said, oh, you know, because I saw a post about I saw an Instagram post from Kingface, who's another Trump supporter, big Trump supporter. He put up a a funny video about before the stimulus kicked in, how black folk would sit there and talk crap about Trump. And then as soon as the check hits, you're like, yeah, that racism. Give me some of that. I, I want some more of that. It was funny. But what's not funny is that is the state of black folks right now. Everybody was cool with this man until he became president, and now he's not cool no more. Everything he does is racist. Yamichi sits up there, calls the Surgeon General racist in not so many words. And we're sitting there, black folks sitting on Twitter, debating if this man's gay because he's with a white, he has a white wife and makes kids. So now he's gay because of the way he talks. Then we circumvent over and we go to Vernon Jones here, who, as I read to you just now, he's had a history of this, of going against democratic thinking because he's about fiscal responsibility and improving the black community. And now he a coon. Take this quote off the hill from Nakima Williams, the chairwoman of Georgia's Democratic Party, who condemned Jones in a fire response, calling him an embarrassment and someone who does not stand for our values. Quote, never has there been clear. Never has that been clearer than this moment when he chose to stand with the racist president who has made an all out assault on black of American on black Americans who has tried to rip away American health care and who has failed our country in its greatest time of need during the most important election in our lifetimes. Vernon Jones doesn't speak for Georgians and neither does Donald Trump, which is why Georgians will send him home in November 2020. (sighs) This is why we can't get anywhere. I know I keep repeating this. But this is why we cannot and we will not ever have significant political power again because, of course, black folks think everything that someone does and everything someone says that does not follow some sort of protocol is outside and has to be done because they have some money 
given to them by some white people. Hey, black folks, let me educate you a little bit. You go to work. I'm not talking about the self-made people and entrepreneurs. This has nothing to do with you. The black folk that still take a paycheck, like me. Yes, you have some rules to follow. But guess what you also have to do? You're allowed to have a criticism. You're allowed to ask questions. You're allowed to say, eh, I don't, I don't think we should go that way. You're allowed to think for yourself. All you with this field mentality are going to be right back in that same position in 2020 after this election is over when this man gets reelected. Because you sat there and all you're doing is reaffirming your insecurity once again. But wait a minute, how can you say insecurity? It isn't insecurity. I'll explain. This man, this white man, blonde hair, brown eyed white man triggers you this much that someone who aligns with him is somehow racist. You've been peddling that since the man said, I want to run. Again, like I said, if all that stuff he did with black folk was a publicity stuff, we can have that conversation. But I'm pretty sure he's not a racist. He says stupid things at times. He's not always the smartest person in the room, but racist, no. And the fact that we're sitting here again having this debate that a black person is not thinking that, you know what, this dude is not as bad as we thought he was. You know what, I'm going to support him. He a sellout. He a coon. What, what what's next? We're gonna bring back. We're gonna bring back Moon Cricket. Every time black folks do this, you're strengthening the the black conservatives and their talking points. Now, granted, a lot of them, they're really. Let's say they do have, they do support and by and large, they're willing to, I'll say they'll have the conversation, but it'll be tough to sway them. But in terms like this and situations like this, you're making them look right. Because all they're saying is, listen, I'm looking at this man's body of work. Just like when we debate rappers, we look at their body of work and we tell them if they're trash or not, if they're successful or not. I'm looking at this man's body of work. He, he's not that bad. <coughs> There's no per again, you could go to college for, for eight years. There's no courses on how to become a president. You got, that's a job you got to learn. I mean, it helps if you're a senator or a mayor or you've worked in Congress. Yeah, it helps because you're in those circles. You know how to move. 
But the simple fact that we have regular people, and I'm not just talking about black folks, because I saw some white folks too out there saying that he was cooning. And then I did see the Uncle Tom reference. I'm like, you, you, you motherfuckers just don't read no books. Uncle Tom was a hero. But again, I'm talking to a bunch of people who still think the William Lynch letter is real. But again, black folk. This is why we have no political power because every day we go out in the public circle and embarrass ourselves. Y'all love screaming for reparations. These these people ain't gonna give us nothing. You know who gonna get reparations? Watch this. Watch the Chinese get reparations. Because all these businesses that are being hurt, coronavirus, because we're too ignorant, they're gonna get the reparations. Best believe. Yo black ass is going to be in the same position you were in after 2016 when that man got in. Because one more again, and I'm sorry, I'm going to have to say it. Them skin tone genders are the ones talking. And they're the ones talking for black folk. Because I have to admit, when I went down this one thread on this lawyer's thread, lawyer was a black dude out there in, in DeKalb. And he and he called that man a coon. And I went down the thread and there was white women calling that man saying he was a sellout. Go vote him out. Because according to the Hill that I'm reading, he they said that he got in in dubious ways, but there wasn't enough to prosecute him. OK, fine. Whatever. There's no clean politicians anyway. The fact that I saw a lot of black men were like, listen. So y'all want to stay on this Democratic plantation and do the same thing over and over again. Y'all gonna have fun with that. I'm gonna be over here. I was proud. But I, and I saw some women on there too, but majority, I saw a lot of black people saying that this man was selling out. And I'm sitting there and I'm saying to myself, this is why they do things to us and all we can do is just hold up our hands and bitch and moan on Twitter and Instagram and have people on TV representing the black conscious thought like Angela Rye and Donna Brazil and Joy Reid and, 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 and old sour ass Don Lemon bitch about the president and nobody cares. And Miss Yamichi, she want to be a whole personality on her own. And she's getting destroyed every time she goes on, on TV trying to argue with this man. I mean, hell, you saw Jim Acosta. He tried that for two years and he knew when to end it. He just sits there and says, he just sits there and just asks questions now. She wants to go take pot. She, she, just, wants to, she just wants to be that person. So I say, you know what? Let her have it. It should be funny because she's just going to be an endless meme. <sighs> but, folk, once again, this is why the world views black people the way they do. There's no intelligence going in when it comes to politics. There's none. 
No one does their research. No one looks outside a post. No one goes reads an article. I guarantee you, if I ask black folk right now without Googling it, where was this man from? What's his positions? They couldn't tell you. But yet they know enough about this man to call him a coon and a sellout. And and buck dancing for coins. And the only ones buck dancing for coins and how y'all call it clout are those same ones thinking on that field nigga shit. But hey, the hell do I know? I just do things for the interests of my family. In the interest of moving forward. I walked away. In 2017. I got to the gate. I jumped over it. And I went in the field. I'm trying to get where. I'm trying to get to the successful town. But hey. I guess. Being thorough. Is enough for you. Thank you so much for listening to this emergency show. Once again, we're back live, Rose Gold and I, on Sunday with actor Kevin Lewis Wright and DJ Chevy Red. And we will be talking about mortality and how black folks think about it. Please, if you haven't subscribed yet to our podcast, please do. Apple, iTunes, which I think is now the same thing. Google Podcasts, Spotify, we're on Stitcher also, iHeartRadio, and other places. So check us out, leave messages, and hit us up on Instagram at KidGravityBeyond or Rose.GoldDC or Beyond Borders Podcast or BYD Borders. That's right, we have like four Instagrams. And... Let us know if you want to come on and talk about mortality because we will be streaming that episode live on Beyond Borders interviews on YouTube. So until then, I'm going to be happy that I got my stimulus and I'm going to go out into the streets. No, it's too cold. Never mind. I'm going to go lay down. And watch anime. So take care. Be safe. And if you do have to cough, cough in your elbow. This is Kid Gravity. (laughs) 